Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Wow. Wow. What a scary, scary open, folks. As I've been saying for the last month or so, winter is here. Uh, We are starting to see some true pain in the markets. Uh, as you saw in with Dan video yesterday, I think it was the second video that went live at 7 p.m. It is very clear that more pain is coming, not only to stocks, but also to the crypto world. So a lot of things to talk about, very important things. These will be scary headlines, but these are part of the process. This is, we are, we could be at the beginning of the end, if you know what I mean. I am I am a little bit afraid that this is kind of the, the beginning of the middle, but we'll get into more of that later. Before we get into the headlines, I want to do something that I have failed to do for the last two days. So instead of doing it last and forgetting, I am going to do it first. Keto, congratulations. These are upside down. You got five deals closed in the last four months. You had forgotten that we are still doing this amazing contest. So Keto, all five of your cards are going out in the in the mail. And uh, thank you for doing that. I'm sorry. I should have recognized you on Saturday and then Sunday. And I forgot. So there you go. It is going out to you today. All right. On to the scary, scary news. Lots of stuff. Just the four headlines that we will start with. First, there is what I will refer to as a crypto bank run going on right now. There is a firm uh, that is called Celsius Network. Honestly, I had never heard of them. Essentially, they are an institution that is in the very small industry of lending on crypto. As I understand it, at one time, they had lent out $8 billion where they had assets backed at 11 or no, $12 billion of assets. Unfortunately, a lot of that asset value was in their own token called CEL. Again, I know nothing about this. It has now fallen 97%. They froze transactions, transfers. Bad news, bad news, bad news. If it's not your keys, it's not your money. Again, folks, the crypto world is crashing. This is supposed to happen. There were lots of people that maybe, maybe had good intentions. They're greedy son of a guns. These coins, there may be a few, again, that are legit and will survive, but you are going to see a wash out. And unfortunately, that means a lot of people are going to lose real money. It doesn't have to be this way, but this is how cycles work and bubbles work. Pain, pain, pain. It doesn't matter if you're in Bitcoin or Ethereum, pain, pain, pain. If you are staking your money at other firms, what are you doing? You're trying to, you know, these some of these people were paying 20%. Did you not see that as a red flag? I mean, really? But again, yes, very scary stuff. I would expect a lot more selling, mar- and then margin calls and all just, it is, 
it is going to be a mess. Lots of money is going to be lost. And I don't know. It's just not a good day if you are a crypto investor, believer, all of that. Next up, I don't know if you remember this because it's been a while. Tesla bought a bunch of Bitcoin. I think they are the lar- the second largest holder of crypto Bitcoin on their balance sheet. I do not know if you remember this, but when Bitcoin dips below their buy price, they have to report it on their cur- quarterly earnings. I believe that is correct. And Bitcoin is crashing. Could this lead Tesla to pre-announce? It is certainly going to have an earnings miss, right? Because when they forecast their next quarter, they were not calculating Bitcoin getting cut in half. And then I am curious. I think you and I could agree that Elon Musk is an odd character. I don't think that's disparaging. He's an odd duck. I am starting to think a lot of Elon Musk's seemingly irrational or erratic, I'll say erratic, irrational, wrong word, erratic behavior on Twitter in his tweets, and then he's laying off 10%, is actually Elon Musk feeling pressure. You have to know that Elon Musk gets daily updates on orders and supplies and costs. I think he's looking at numbers, especially out of China, doing nothing, going, I have no idea how we are going to hit this. So it would not shock me if Tesla missed. It also wouldn't shock me if they are forced to pre-announce, because I think at a minimum, their Bitcoin exposure was not accounted for in their future forecast. So it'll be interesting to see. I just got this uncomfortable vibe with Elon because... yeah, I think he's I think he's a little stressed. I think he's a little stressed out. Uh, I got a I got a couple of articles over the weekend. Shout out Matt for sending me one. There appears to be bank runs in China. I watched a video from the Uneducated Economist as well. He had some great articles. Shout out Uneducated Economist. Bank runs are a true sign of the people of us not believing in the government not believing in financial institutions. I've talked about China a bunch on this channel, and it is all going as planned as we have talked about. China's leadership made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. It has broke the back of the consumer. When the consumer stopped shopping at Starbucks for their little $6 lattes or teas or whatever it is, you have to know there's a underlying structural problem. When you take their largest financial asset called real estate and you basically say, nah, Evergrande, largest, second largest, it's just not good in China. Then you lock down all of your citizens for three weeks with gates. I believe the Chinese consumer, the Chinese citizen has really lost all hope. I believe, I think President Xi is up for 10-year election this year. I do not know how he gets reelected for a third term with just, it's just bad. And now if you have true bank runs, it it appears to be in small areas of China. If it reaches Shanghai, Beijing, watch out. And then finally, on my channel, about six or nine months ago, I pontificated at what price does Michael Saylor get fired from MicroStrategy? 
Guys, if you don't know who Michael Saylor, Saylor is, he is probably the biggest proponent of Bitcoin. I believe he has run MicroStrategy's balance sheet up to 140,000 coins. I think his average buy price is over 30,000. What all of this means is now MicroStrategies is sitting on probably half a billion dollars in losses. Not only that, but Michael Saylor went out and borrowed money to uh, buy Bitcoin. Folks, MicroStrategies is a public company. MicroStrategies has a board of directors. When does the board of directors say, Michael, you're fired? And then trust me, if Michael gets fired, the next person will unload those Bitcoin immediately. They will want to distance themselves from all of this craziness. And if you lose the biggest proponent, biggest holder of Bitcoin, watch out below. So don't know if it's happening, but you have to assume if you are on the board, you have a fiduciary duty to your shareholders. What the hell are you doing letting a software company become a Bitcoin proxy? I'm guessing those board of directors have a fiduciary duty to say, yeah, not okay. Michael, you're gone. Thank you for playing along. We're going to hire someone else. I don't know. But that's what public companies and boards are supposed to do. Uh, we'll see if it happens. So what else is going on? That's a lot of stuff. That's scary. But remember, this is all supposed to happen. We are supposed to find out who are frauds, who are not good operators. All of this is supposed to happen in a recession in a bear market. We are sometimes surprised by who gets caught naked to steal a Warren Buffett quote, right? When the tide goes out, we see who's swimming naked. Some of the best and the best that were celebrated the last two years are naked, are bad operators, and they will go away as they should. But now for you and me, you and I are going to be alive in 5, 10, 20 years. We need to get a shopping list. We need to figure out what assets to buy. And oh, by the way, one rental at a time is going to be the way for many, many people. You can learn it. It's a skill. It's slow and steady. You can touch it. In a recession, you can create better deals from sellers who need to get out. I am ecstatic for you and for Olivia and I about what is coming because we are ready. We have been telling you this is coming. It is on our doorstep. It is scary, but it's okay. Take a breath. Understand we, know, we knew this was going to happen. We might be surprised at some of the areas, but we're going to understand and we are going to move forward together. So Wednesday is a monster day. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Specifically Wednesday afternoon. The Fed is going to come out with their interest rate decision. I believe that Jerome Powell in his stupidity painted himself and his cronies in a box. I believe just a month ago, he said this stupid phrase, 75 basis points is off the table. I believe he said that. I could be wrong. So what I believe, unfortunately, is the Fed is going to give us exactly what they told us, 50 points. We will get their dot plot and likely see that Fed, I don't know, players think that rates are going higher. But the Fed, if the Fed gives us 50, like I expect, they are weak, 
they are not courageous and they are behind the curve and it actually delays pain. What should they do? I have said this repeatedly. They need to stop talking to the market. They need to walk up and kick it in the nuts and say, I'm in charge, you're not. What does that look like? That means a 100 basis point move on Wednesday. That means talk of another 100 point move uh, in July. That just means we are serious. We're in charge. Yes, we know the market would collapse Wednesday afternoon. That's how bottoms are formed when everybody gives up. If we don't, we are going to repeat the 70s. 10 years of nothing. 20 months from peak to trough, a painful crash that we just keep talking about over and over. I think the Fed is weak. I hope with all hope they are wrong, that I'm wrong. I just don't see it. Sorry. I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw a couple of posts when I was reading uh, some kind of left-leaning content. Yes, I read left, right, and center because I want to know what's going on. Apparently, more and more Democrats... Democratic leadership does not, not want President Joe Biden to run for re-election. I don't know about you, but I thought that was a shocking admission about his unlikelihood of uh, getting a second shot at this. Plus, let's be real. He's getting up there in age. Can we get a younger president, please? Man, crazy. What else is going on? Oh, yeah, global food prices. Don't have anything good to say. We must, I mean, there are going to be millions of people starving. Millions. Millions of people starving if we can't find a way to get the wheat and commodities out of Ukraine. I don't know how this happens. I am not a diplomat, but somebody's got to go to Russia and Ukraine and say, hey, some independent world party, we're going to ship five tanker ships. We're going to pull them up. We're, they're going to be empty, so nobody's getting supplies. We're going to load it up. We're going to be gone. Don't bomb us. We've got to get that stuff out of there. To see that stuff on the shore just going bad, knowing that millions of people down the road are going to starve, is disappointing. The fact that more of our world leaders aren't trying to solve that problem is disgusting. The fact that they're talking about, hey, let's give them more heavy weapons and weapons and weapons. Dude, get the freaking food out of the country. What the hell are you guys doing? Sorry, a little angry. Oh, micro, uh, Goldman. Goldman had a great article, right? If you've been watching my channel, you know I've talked about earning, earnings compression or PE multiple and then earnings cut. I do not think earning cuts are happening yet, but Goldman Sachs had a great article over the weekend. They said, hey, if earnings get cut from the current expectation of $251, $251 for the S&P, all the way down to 200 that's a 20% cut, by the way. And then we put a 14 multiple. Currently, we're at 17. You can get an S&P 500 of 3150 That's the kind of math that I can get behind. To me, 3150 actually, I think if you heard Dan and I talk yesterday, I said 3200 so 3150, 3200, one and a half does the other. That could be the point where I start putting money to work. And if I do, I will, of course, tell you about it because I can't believe I'm about to go back in the stock market. But it will be much, much lower 
and closer to the bottom, which again, I thought Goldman's article at 3150 made perfect sense to me. What else do we got? Uh, just the last thing I guess I'll talk about the Japanese yen, right? The Japanese yen is at a 20 year low. Likely uh, the Japanese government is going to have to come in and give it support. The dollar is screaming higher. The, one of the reasons the Fed needs to raise Wednesday, go check out the two-year rate, the two-year note. I think it's at 3.23. And, oh, by the way, it inverted today. Remember, it was Friday. No, Thursday or Friday. I think it was Friday. I told you, watch, we're going to see a yield curve inversion. It happened this morning. It's not currently inverted, but there was about a 15-minute window where the two-year is above the 10-year. Folks, that is a yield curve inversion. That is a sign of a recession. This is not fun. The numbers are going to get scarier and scarier and scarier. Take a breath. We will get through this together. Bottoms are ugly. The people that get hurt will surprise you. But we are going to take action. We are going to deploy capital safely. We are going to buy assets on sale. So have fun. I can't wait to talk to Mr. Greg Dickerson shortly. And if you didn't catch my live stream at 7 a.m., I went through my entire weekly schedule of millionaires that I talked to just for you. Have fun, folks. Take care of yourself. Bye.